Hi, all, and welcome to Latte and Laundry. I'm Suzanne Billadeau. And I'm Julie Lorne. And this is a podcast, two best friends on a mission of finding balance in motherhood, wifehood, sisterhood, and everything in between as we attempt to crawl towards the greater height that Christ has called each of us, sainthood. So if you are also far from perfect but are trying, then you are in good company. So grab a latte and some laundry and join us as we laugh, cry, encourage one another, and dust each other off as we journey towards stilling our souls while moving our world. Welcome back, guys. Hey, everybody. Okay, so today we're going to dive into hope, the virtue of hope, our second theological virtue that we'll be talking about. Um, And as I was praying over a Bible verse that would kind of be a good opening for hope, this one I read and Julie and I were just reading it. We're like, um, yes. Yes, please. Okay, so it's Isaiah 40, 31. And I feel like we've all heard this one before. I think it's even in like a song, but I just love it. It says, right? Isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> I, I think, I'm pretty sure it is. Okay. But but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. I feel like we always need to take like a pause after our readings. I know, They're right? just so beautiful. I, I mean, the word of God. You I know, can't really beat on. it. You're like, geez, you just packed in a lot of goodness right so there. So beautiful. Right? Can you read that one more time? Sure. Okay. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. I feel like I'm getting like teary-eyed over I know. this one, right? It's it's so light. There's something so peaceful mm. where you just you want that. You you cling mm. for that hope to to soar, like just to fly, to be to to be so free. Mm. Right? And and when we look at hope, when we look at this virtue, when we started, I was like praying and I was like, God, this is my I don't mean to say least favorite, but it was one I was like not excited about. And then I started reading and praying. And I was like, no, I think this is my favorite. No, this is my favorite. <laughs> well, okay, maybe not of all virtues, but of the three, it is. I was like, it is, it's so important. It is. So important. Um, hope is so much more than I realized. And, and the catechism, guys, you're just going to have to get used to us talking about the catechism. <laughs> because the catechism says, we desire the kingdom of heaven and eternal life as our happiness placing our trust in Christ's promises and relying not on our own strength, but on the help of the grace of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And hope is not just some fluffy, like God's going to provide and everything's going to work out like Mm. hunky-dory. Like hope is hoping in heaven. Amen. It's eternal happiness. So so one thing when I was uh, listening to Bishop Aaron, he was talking about hope is not fluffy. Like it's, like I said, it's not just like, God's going to make everything work out. Yeah. Whatever you're going through, it's going to be fine. Right. Um. Let's look at the Bible, people. Mm. Let's look at what happened throughout the entire history of the Bible. And then a lot of the saints that came after and are happening now. Life has been a struggle. Uh-huh. St. Paul, your favorite. Yeah. Um. Hello. Like goes through so much turmoil. He his shipwrecks. Yeah. He ends up in prison. Yep. He ends up beheaded. Sorry to ruin the story, people. <laughs> <laughs> he ends up beheaded. But what did he never lose? Mm. Hope. Why? Mm. Why did he never lose hope? Because if there was no hope in eternal life, all is for nothing. Right. So if our eyes are set on these heavenly, Mm. amazing views of what God has prepared for us Mm. while here on earth, 
then we can get through anything. Well, that was like what we talked about with Father Lewis, right? Mm. It was like the resurrection is his hope. That is the light through the suffering. That is the hope is God dying, being raised again so that we have this hope in yes. eternal um, life with God in heaven, right? Yes. Um, and I think what's like um, important too is that like right now, I feel like we can really, especially this last year where it's been like between just the health crises with COVID and the political atmosphere. And it's really easy to get into despair. It's really easy. easy. And hope is the exact opposite of despair. And despair is the devil's little sneaky tool. And I mean, Jules, to be honest, I'll be really like Frank here, Jules and I have talked about this a lot lately of this idea of like getting trapped into this feeling of despair, whether it's depression or or whatnot, of just this. And it can be so simple. I mean, it can be over major things, right? Of like, oh, some illness or um, a loss of a loved one or um, losing a job. Yeah, all these Whatever big, heavy right. crises, right? Or it can be in the little day-to-day, the little despair things that like, your entire joy can be ripped away from you when you are not able to live into the hope of eternal life with God in heaven. And that's really hard to keep our eyes set on. And it's really easy to want to pull the covers over our head on the day-to-day. I mean, like, it's simple. It's I feel so bad even just like saying this, but I'm like, I just have had days recently where I'm just like, I just walk around like this big mopey. I'm just over it. Like, I can never clean the house enough. I can never get the lessons done quick enough. I can never make the meals without burning something or whatever. And I your can kids ne- are always on top of you. Always on top of you. People yeah. are always fighting. I'm like, you feel this, um, this like way of wanting to raise your little white flag of like, I give up. That's yes. the despair, right? Yes. That's the despair. And this is where God comes back and he's like, no. Like you have to have hope in, in the little things, not even the big things. Like you have to have hope through the little, the day-to-day hardness. So you don't want to pull the covers over your head and you keep your eyes fixed on Christ himself so that you can push through. And it's so funny because when I have days of despair, I have to tell myself like, you will be like, and I'm not not going to dismiss, like this isn't a big conversation about depression and stuff. So I'm not going to dismiss people who have, a lot more than days of despair. Right, we go right. through spells. That's a whole this other topic. Different. That's right, a whole right. other topic we can get to on another episode. Um, but I'm talking just on the day-to-day, the moment-by-moment moment when you have these moments and these days of despair, like, I will live in the hope again tomorrow. It's really hard when you're in the despair to not project out to the future and be like, well, all is lost. This my is kid, my life forever. My kids stink <laughs> and I suck as a mom and right. life is just terrible. And you know, and it's really it's hard. It's a spiral that it's is a hard spiral, to break. Right. Mm. And the devil loves it. He does not want you living in hope. Mm-mm-mm. He That's wants right. you to fear the future. He wants to fear you to fear. And this is where I think um, St. John Paul the Great said something really great where I think, on, what was it? Wasn't it his first, um, wasn't it in his first like a, uh, what do you call it? Public address. What do you call it? The, um, oh, Wednesday People address. Or? Maybe, I don't, maybe it was his people address. Yeah. It might have been his first people. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Um, but he always talks about do not be afraid. Always. Always. Right. That's like his thing. That's his yes. thing. Yeah. And he, I just love this because he says, I plead with you, never, ever give up on hope. Never doubt, never tire, and never be discouraged. Be not afraid. Mm. And it's that idea, we might have talked about this previously, but that the, the concept of don't fear or do not be afraid or fear not has been written in the Bible 365 times. 
Unreal. This is not a coincidence that it's mentioned this many times because our Lord does not want us to live into these like, okay, this is a really hard moment now. This is a really hard week. This is a really hard season or this is a really hard few years where we settle into this like really like despairing, afraid basically to face life type of situation where the devil's like over there like, yes, I'm loving that. And our Lord says, no, do not be afraid. Right? And JP2 says it so beautifully. He was like, do not despair. Never, ever give up on hope. Right? Or my favorite um, quote that I had written around the house is so simple, so easy. St. Padre Pio, right? Pray, hope, and don't Don't worry. worry. I mean, if you could just live that. Right? And I sometimes, like, it's easier said than done. But what starts it? Pray. Pray. Right? We have to pray. Mm -hmm. And prayer is not just uh, you know, a series of, of prayers. It, it, it could right, be, right? right, right. But it, it's a plead with God mm-hmm. or it's a conversation with God. God, I'm struggling mm-hmm. here. I am in mm-hmm. the mundane of life. I'm doing laundry. I am, or I lost someone. Like whatever you are going through, mm-hmm. we must be a prayerful mm-hmm. people. We have to find that hope in Christ, but it comes through grace. Yes. So when we look at hope, hope keeps men from discouragement. Hope sustains in times of abandonment. Hope preserves us from selfishness. Hope leads to happiness that flows from charity. Hope does all these things. Mm. So if we can ask God for that gift, these are what will come from it. And not only that, but I was thinking about a lot of the saints. One thing that they have in common is their joy. Oh my gosh. It's joy. How do you have joy in and the you midst can't, of suffering? You, you can't if you're living in despair. No. no. So when you look at Mother Teresa and all that mm-hmm. she went through, um, there are times when she didn't feel the presence mm-hmm. of God, but she found joy in the faces of the children. Mm-hmm. She saw God through them and her hope in eternal life mm-hmm. was what kept her going. You have all these saints who suffered. St. Bernadette, Ugh. they suffered. St. John Paul, like they suffered, but they always, always had joy. And I think if you circle back to what you said when you were referring to um, stop with the Padre Pio quote, Okay, wait, pray, hope, don't worry. Okay, I didn't say hope and don't worry. (laughs) Right. That's like, um, don't worry, be Be happy. happy. Right? Like that's the basis of just hope and don't worry. But it starts with pray, hope and don't worry. And the catechism, the Catholic Church, here we go again. Boom. Um, 1821 says it, like if you listen to the words, it says, we can therefore hope in the glory of heaven promised by God to those who love him Mm. and do his will. Yes. Okay, so it's important you can just be like, I'm just going to have hope, but forget faith. Forget all these other things. I'm just going to like hope in God. No, like these are the, the three theological virtues I think are so beautiful because they're so intertwined. And through the grace of one, it only um, stretches and pushes us more and through to the others, right? Yeah. And so then it says, in every circumstance, each one of us should hope with the grace of God to persevere to the end. End. Mm. And that's like super important. That, that persevere to again. the end. That's his run the race. Yes. Go, but don't stop. Don't like, stop. Go through the finish yep. line. But that's the hope that we get. Um, I was talking with Peter, uh, my my eight-year-old, almost nine. But he was saying, we were talking about the saints and he was actually bringing up St. Sebastian. And I don't know if you know his story, but he was shot with arrows, right? Mm-hmm. But he didn't die. Yep. So then he like heals enough that he goes back to the guy who shoots it. him with arrows. Yep. And then he dies. And Peter was like, how, mom? How did he do that? And I was like, Pete, that's the grace. And so we started talking about Mm. the grace that God gives us in the moment. He gives it to us when we need it. So I said, Pete, you're not going to have the grace to be a martyr right now because you don't need it. No, there's no reason for God to pour that grace upon Mm -hmm. you. But let's say something happens to someone and they are about to face their martyrdom. 
Mm-hmm. God will provide the grace for them to not only have faith, but to have hope. But again, it's because of they know where they will be going. Yep. Without that hope, all is lost. So mm-hmm. these saints, as they're about to go to their death, have they basically have their eyes set on heaven. And Mike was telling me about this image, and I'll put it on our show notes again, but it was near your college, actually, Suzanne. Oh. Um, in Boston. It was near your college, and I forget, Boston Fine Arts Oh, yeah, Museum, Museum of Fine Arts. There yeah. it is. I got there. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's an image called Hope, and it's a woman, this beautiful woman. It's like medieval time, and she's shackled. Her ankle is shackled, mm. but she's looking up and gazing up into heaven, and her hand is like outstretched up into heaven, and her face is just shining. So it's this idea that whatever's going on Mm. on earth, whatever's holding us down, it can't keep us down. No. With our eyes set on heaven, no matter what's going on, we can get through it Mm. and we will actually find joy. And I can also remember, sorry, I'm like story after story here. No, I love it. But when we lost our baby, um, there was this moment when we were burying her. Um, It was a miscarriage. So I don't mean to say we, you know, it was, she was far along, but we, we buried our baby and there was this like light coming through. Mm. My friends were surrounding me and there was this joy of where mm. she was. And there was this hope mm. that someday I'll get to be with her mm. again. And it was so unbelievably joyful in the worst moment. It was so joyful. It only lasted a moment. I know, but when you, but I were like, clung that is the grace it. of God. Yes, and you and it can't, was so yes, graceful. Yes, yes. And, um, there was something that I was reading when we were going through the theological, when I was studying kind of like the theological virtues. And I know that last week we talked about like faith is the perfection of intellect. And I think this kind of coincides with what you were saying where hope is now like an act of the will. It's a desire for all that is good. Mm. That is for all that can bring us to God. So you have that desire in your heart to be drawn closer to God in those moments, he will fill you with that grace-filled hope on one of the most difficult, tragic days for you to experience. You had, like you said, it was a moment. You know that was not something. It is kind of like we've talked about before. Similar before when we're talking about our opening episode on virtues. It is um, a combination of the act of our will and our openness and desire with our eyes set on Christ, right? It's yes. those two things working together is when we are gifted with these graces. We cannot force ourselves to have hope. But when we're like, yep, life is despairing, life is difficult, and we don't, and yes, we, we all have these other moments, but we don't have our hearts set on Christ. And even if it, even if your prayer has to be, I have zero hope right now. Yes. I am struggling. Life is really hard. I need you to place within me the seedlings of hope. Yes. And it might just be, that might be all that you you receive in that moment. But it was your, that little crack that you opened inside your soul for God to pour out his graces upon you. It was, you did not reject his hope. He actually, you're actually opening it up and allowing him to work through that. Yes. Amen. Right? Amen. I think we should actually stop yeah. there because I feel like that's exactly what we need to do. Like we're going to say every time, pray for it. Amen. Pray for that grace. Pray for that virtue. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. So beautiful. See you you next next week. week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Suzanne and Julie's podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on each week's episode. Please consider leaving a review and sharing with a friend so they can continue to spread God's message. You can also follow them on Instagram and latteandlaundry.com.